You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is uh, Jay Horowitz. I'm honored to be with an old friend, Robin Ventura, on the Amazing Mental Love Night podcast. Robin, thank you for joining me. And If I remember correctly, the first time you and I met, I was, we were in Japan together having breakfast at some hotel. Do you remember that at all? <laughs> I, I remember having breakfast. I couldn't tell you what hotel it was, though. No, but we were together. right? Didn't I talk to you about that time about possibly joining the Mets? I don't know. My memory might be fading. It had to be the late 90s, right? I think it was 96, 97. Yeah, it was 96. We were over. Uh, there was that all-star team that went over in the winter of 96. So we were over there in like late October or November, right? I believe, and we were over there. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we had talked a little bit. I mean, there was rumors, you know, at, at that point of me getting traded, and you were. I mean, it wasn't like you were sitting there camping, but you never know. I mean, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we had some years together. <laughs> Rob, you had a lot of busy things went on during the years. You were the Mets from 99 to 2002, uh, postseason, World Series, uh, 9-11. But what, what brings a smile on my face. One of my things I remember the most is you imitating Mike Piazza at Yankee Stadium, put the eye black on, put number 31, slid around the bases. Did, you, did Mike laugh at that? I forget. Did, was he okay with that when you did that? He was, I'm not sure that was me though, Jay, but anyway, uh, there, Mike was fine with, with guys doing stuff like that, but he was, uh, yeah, we were in a rain delay and, and, uh, I, I don't know if you're, I was just walking around the clubhouse cause it was taking a long time and they finally called the game, but, um, yeah, Mike was fine with it. He, he just, he liked to laugh and, uh. It, everybody was having a good time. It wasn't in a in a mean spirited way. No, it was, it was fun. It was uh, really we all good. Respected Mike, and it was it was we were just all having fun. I mean, he used to have fun with, with me too. But uh, yeah, that was uh, I got pushed out there on that one. That was I want to remember. The other thing I remember, Robin, in the '99 season, uh, uh, Jim Morrison in the doors, Mojo Rising from LA Woman. How did that come about? Because that became. Our theme song. How do, were you a Jim Doris fan growing up? No, it actually happened because Olerud and I went to see Austin Powers, and uh, there was in the movie there was you know he had like he lost his mojo, he got his mojo back, and um, I was sitting there thinking there is a song that has that in there, and Charlie Samuels had it. And after a game, I'm like, you ought to play that because John Olerud came back and was like, you know, we actually have a pretty good mojo going right now with our team. And we played it, and I don't know, for for whatever reason, it just kind of resonated with everybody, and they started playing it after games. And it was just a fun song to come into, uh, you know, into the clubhouse and uh, after you win a game. And, and by the time you got in there from shaking hands and walking on the field, it was in, like, the, the really good part of the song. And, uh, you know, it just it just kind of lightened the mood. And you, we actually I remember Jim Morrison's widow actually came to Shay at one point. <laughs> you met her, I think. Yeah, you. Yeah, at that point, I I mean, I didn't know what was going on. It was it was people coming out of everywhere, but everybody seemed to like it. I know that it was a good thing. Rob, you played with the White Sox for ten years. 
you come over here, usually, you know, guys have a little trepidations about coming to New York, but you acclimated right away. You hit, you know, uh, 32 home runs, 120 RBIs, you know, 301 your first year. Why do you think you didn't have much, uh, you know, adjustment time coming to New York? I don't know. I mean, there's always an adjustment, I think, for guys that, that go from other places, but I wasn't really coming from a really small market either. So it, it was, you know, it was, I think it was easier for me to do that just because I was coming from Chicago and our team was a veteran team at that time. So it wasn't, um, it wasn't really super young team and it was, it was just an easy team to get acclimated to. And, and I think that helped with, you know, getting acclimated into New York. I mean, you were always one of my go-to guys that I remember correctly again, you found it much easier to talk in front of your locker when you had a bad game, which very infrequently, and you really didn't like to talk about yourself that much. Is that a fair assessment? <laughs> well, apparently I, I had enough of those bad games to have to stand in front of my locker. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think it's a, it's a stand-up thing to do, you know, just to stand there and, you know, if you got to take it, you just you take it. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's just one of the things about, you know, being and being a professional, you have to, you know, stand there. And some nights, you know, I, I think, you know, they can praise you some nights, but, you know, when they give it to you, you, you more than less probably deserve it, and you should stand there and just take it. Let me go back to your college, days for a couple of minutes about Oklahoma State. 58-game um, hitting streak is still a Division One record. I mean, no matter what level, hitting 58 games is pretty good. What do you remember about that streak? I, I don't actually remember too much about it. There was a few times in there, um, you know, I, I think at like 33 or so. I didn't even realize it was it was going on. But um, I think it was like at 30 or 33 games. Uh, I, I went into my last at bat, and I, I remember guys talking about it on the bench. And I, I couldn't really understand what they were talking about. And then after that, it kind of became a bigger deal. And I think it, you know, once you realize it's, happening it becomes harder uh just because you're you're focused on that but you know back, back then by the time you got to where it was important you're already playing into you know playoff games and and you know conference championships and you're trying to make it to the world series and you know just you wanted to get a hit anyway so it wasn't like you were just getting a hit to get a hit it was it was important moving on it's pretty pretty good that your streak is longer than joe dimaggio's streak uh um Another one of your college uh, buddies, uh, I, mean, I looked at the 2018 inductees to the you know, Oklahoma State Hall of Fame was you, Barry Sanders, and Garth Brooks. And, and you would, you know, what do you remember about Garth's time with us playing in 2000? Well, I mean, I, I remember he called and was, he had done it with a few teams before, the Royals and the Padres. And I know he wanted a bit of a bigger market. And he was coming out with that kids, uh, his, his kids' charity. And wanted a you know kind of a, a broader uh, audience, and he had called me and asked me about it. And I called you, and I go, I don't know how this is gonna how they're gonna react to this, but uh, you know, he, Garth had called and asked, and uh, you guys, you know, called them and and ended up working out. But I, I think for him coming to spring training with us, it was, you know, he's just such a nice guy, and I think he, he goes over the top for all of us and. and being personable and uh, you know I, I think he made it as easy for anybody uh, in spring training as he could and, and it was a great experience I think for everybody I remember one we had the, the barbecue one time with just players and families and 
it was at his house that he was staying at and uh you know he stayed up and played music all night and you know he he's just very common he's he's truly one of the nicest guys i've ever met do you keep in contact with him at all robin at all, or, or i have over, over the years i mean when i was managing in chicago when he started back up again uh he started with 10 days in chicago so he he came out quite a bit he he brought the band down they hit on the field around and, um you know, I I remember he he used to wait after workout. He used to sign, you know, hours upon hours. He never left until you know last autograph was signed. You know, and and uh, the one we got to have, we were trying to get his people. He you know came to a uh, Yankee Stadium a couple of years ago, just trying to get him to play City Field. We had yet to do that. Maybe that'll uh, you know work out a little bit. Let yeah. me just take jump around a little bit to uh, Game Five. Uh, the uh, league championship series in 1999. Um, you, you had 18 grand slams for your career, uh, almost 19. W- what do you remember about the famed grand slam single? Uh, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's a it's a great memory. I mean, I, I think you know people will bring it up more more than anything else, and I think it's just because it's unusual. But I think the way the game was going was 15 innings, and and we were down and. You know, we hadn't really had a good record against Atlanta, so it was just—it was just a fun experience. There's a lot of people there. It was raining. Um, you know, I, I think all those things kind of piled into one that make it a great moment. And uh, you know, I just remember the guys. You know, Dunstan with his at bat, we the inning, and uh, Pratt walking, and you know, kind of loading the bases. And you know, all I had to do was hit a fly ball, which. You know, I, I think those guys did all the hard work. You know, Todd Todd blamed it on you. He said, this is what he told me. He was here a couple of weeks ago, and he said, all of Robin's home runs were towering fly balls. And this particular <laughs> one, I, I, he said, was a line drive, and he didn't think it was going to be a home run. But he said, I mean, is that true that all of your home runs were really, I remember they were fly balls, right? You, They were big fly balls. They were, but. It's that's his fault for assuming something. Yeah. So he should. And, and Robert, the other thing he said, he said, if it wasn't him, there would have been nine other guys that never would have gotten to second base. Well, you know, I it it's all a good. I mean, it's all fun. I mean, yeah. it, it 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 turned out to be a great memory. I think people remember it because it is so, you know, kind of messed up and nobody knew what was happening. And, uh, I think everybody was just happy. You know, you're happy that you win the game. And, um, you know, it, it's it's a great memory. I know that. Ninety nine. You know, the Mets won ninety six games that year, and still was a really tough year to get to the playoffs. We didn't get in until the last weekend, and you had a big hit. I think the Friday night game against the Pirates, we won in eleven innings, and we had to go to to um, Cincinnati and Al pitched a shutout, and we get get the Braves in the sixth game. We lose a lead. But uh, in the eleventh inning, wound up losing the series. Uh, but it really, was a, you know you win ninety seven games, and it was every nothing came easily for the ninety nine Mets that year. No, it really did. I mean, I think it felt like the whole uh, month of September we were playing, you know, kind of make or break games. You know, there there were games that you just couldn't lose, and I, I think it made us better. You know, towards the end, I think we we kind of solidified things, and especially making it in. Um, you know, at uh, the last weekend, the way we did, and, and then to go to Cincinnati and win the way we did, it, I think that really helped us uh, yeah. going into the playoffs with the other teams. 
Ron, it's September 21st, uh, 2001. You had a bird's eye view of Mike's home run. You're on deck, you know, the first guy to greet him. What do you remember about that night and that whole, uh, you know, week or two before and after the tragedy? Well, it, I mean, obviously an emotional night. And, you know, playing Atlanta again was, was always, you know, that was just things out. But um, I, I think even when he hit that home run, you, you could kind of sense their side of, you know, it was it was better for everybody that he hit that home run. But, um, you know, Mike just had a way of hitting clutch homers. And, and he had done it over the, over time. Uh, and especially against Atlanta, he, he had hit a few of them. But, you know, that night it just seemed, uh, you know, that one was just like the pinnacle of, all the ones that he had hit. It was obviously more emotional than, than most of them, but uh, you know, I, had a, I had a pretty good seat. I probably had the best seat in the house. Yeah, right right next to you. Robin, you, you, you managed with the White Sox for five years. You, you've been, you know, you're still a relatively young man. Do you have any inclination to try to get back in, or what's your, you know, your frame thought now about getting back to baseball? Well, I think, yeah, I think, you know, eventually, um, you know, I, I still love it. I, I still, you know, watch it and, and pay attention to it. But, um, you know, where and when, that, that's obviously, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Well, listen, Robin, you've been a good friend all these years. It is a pleasure. Robin, thanks again for helping out with the podcast, and best of luck whatever you do. All right. Thanks, Jake. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.